Welcome back to the 307 experience. Today I'm joined by three of my roommates. I'll ask them each to individually um, announce their presence. Hi, my name's Rourke. Uh, I'm Greg's roommate. I'm majoring in biology. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm Greg's roommate, and I'm majoring in computer science. I'm Cole. I'm also Greg's roommate, and I'm also majoring in computer science. Alright, so today's talk will investigate um, how the meaning of barbarian has changed over the course of history. It will also look to investigate how the word barbarian is, is portrayed in today's media and how that has changed. Um, before we get started, does anyone have any examples of modern day portrayals of barbarians that they would like to share? Uh, the main example I have seen is in uh, classic video games. Uh, two of the most popular being Clash Royale and Clash of Clans, where barbarians are these big, bearded men with swords and not wearing any shirts and just going around and mindlessly attacking other buildings and opposite troops in the game. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, so that that goes along with what I would say is the origins of the word. So the origin of the word stems from Greek, the Greek word barbarius. Um, this is accompanied with a few other words found from that time that uh, eventually led to the meaning of barbarian. Uh, the use uh, was first recorded in Middle Age English dated to the 16th century. The word was prominently used by the Roman Empire to describe civilizations that did not participate in Roman or Greek traditions. This is amplified by the tri tribes that lived at the edges of these empires that continued to pressure the empire and try to take the loot from the places. So that's the background of the, the word and where it comes from. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is pretty, pretty similar to how you described those barbarians from Clash Royale and Clash Royale. So it's like... It's along the similar line where it's like kind of these mindless people who are just looting places and they're they're calling barbarians because they weren't like a part of their culture basically. Yeah, so it's like the alienization of other tribes that I guess the Roman Empire didn't see fit into their traditions. Um, typically, nomadic tribes that didn't didn't produce resources for themselves, so they resorted to uh, looting different villages from these empires that obviously spread out their resources. Um, but that's kind of where it came from. Um, so during our class throughout the semester, we came up with a list um, of some of the things that made a barbarian what a barbarian is. Um, these included non-Roman citizens, uh, tribes or cultures being so-called uncultured, uh, frugal living, uh, the, the perception of them as unwashed and unkept, they oppose the ideals of the Roman and Greek cultures and uh, once again an uncivilized way of life in general <clears throat> um, once again going back to what Cole said about his barbarians and clash of clans do you, Ben or Cole have any uh, other cultures that they can think about cultures or like or examples? groups of people that I guess could be described in this sort of way. I have an example of a barbarian. 
Okay, let's see that one. Okay, so this one's kind of an older one. It's from my, when my dad was a kid, but there was a comic series called Conan the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a, he was portrayed largely the same way as the Clash of Clans example of like big, strong, oily man with a sword and loincloth or whatever. But he, he was kind of more of a heroic force yeah. than a mindless, I mean, he was still portrayed as kind of this like a caveman almost, but he was saving babes and fighting monsters and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's once again the idea of unkept, um, but still a human person that is strong and powerful, I guess. Um, along with this list, I found a, a primary source of a Roman army officer from the fourteenth uh, from the fourth century uh, that described what he uh, deemed as a barbarian through his travels throughout Europe. Um, he said, and I quote, they have squat bodies, strong limbs, and thick necks. They are very ugly and bent, and they might <laughs> be two-legged um, animals. Um, this obviously goes to that unkept and like just unnatural kind of feeling of a barbarian. Um, he, he also stated, uh, from the moment of birth, they make deep gashes in their children's cheeks. As they grow older, this gives them an unlovely appearance. Um, yeah, it's this is a first encounter of... He travelled throughout Europe and would observe these tribes from or cultures from that Greek or Roman perspective, and this is how he decided to write down his, his uh, journeys. Um, so... I found some some historical tribes uh, that or cultures that were alienized as barbarians. This included the Goths, the Hans, the Picts, the Saxons, and the Vikings. Um, I know Rourke, you have quite a bit of interest in the Vikings. Can you kind of elaborate on why they would be depicted as barbarians? Yeah, so I'm not really that well versed in. Viking culture per se, but I've always been interested in like Norse mythology and that sort of culture. So I tend to uh, take in a lot of media and occasionally do research about the topic. Um, but like I said, I'm not that well versed. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess one example of that is uh, a show called The Last Kingdom on on Netflix, and it's talking about basically the. <coughs> Excuse me, the Anglo, the Anglo-Saxons, and the Vikings battling for control over um, England, or I guess what wasn't England just yet, but um, especially among the Anglo-Saxons, they were Christian and um, often viewed the Vikings as barbarians, and they would call them pagans because they didn't believe the same things that they did. But Vikings in the show are portrayed in that similar way that we talked about, like, um, they just kind of look rougher, they have wild hair and angry tempers most of the time, um, and they just have this hatred for each other that seems solely based off of belief in appearances. Um, would you say that this depiction of the barbarians, um, or the Vikings, are like in a positive light, like showing, I guess, strength of the culture, or would it be negative in terms of trying to portray them in a 
in a bad way that we don't kind of sympathize with them? I think definitely um, it has both sides to that um, because like throughout the show it shows that like Vikings aren't just mindless warriors that go out and kill and loot and do stuff. They have hearts and they have families and people they care about in the show. Um, but definitely when they go and pillage to take like, you know, revenge or they just want gold or money and women and stuff like that, it's very horrific and so like they're they're both portrayed in uh, a negative way and a positive way. Interesting. Um, I'm going to quickly go back to that uh, quote from the the Roman uh, army officer and historian. Um, he also said, "Still, their shape, however dis disagreeably human, um, their way of life is rough, and they have no use for fire or seasoned food." This this kind of goes along with that uncivilized culture, I guess, of, of these people that are depicted this way. Um, so I want to move on to the, the modern day and how we kind of look at barbarians these days. So a bit of a fast forward into, into the future. Um, today, barbarian is described as someone using excessive violence without considering other options. So I guess we can go back once again to those those Clash of Clans barbarians that how how would you uh, what is the use you said it's a video game how do, how do we use these barbarians um, pretty much in the same way it, it's kind of in the exact way that you would expect them to be where you you mass produce these troops and you deploy them at once in order to steal and destroy the other person's base or whatever they have and take what they have. The the term barbarian is, it's almost like a dehumanizing term, mm -hmm. but they kind of use it to say these like half humans that like they obviously have the same sort of appearance, but they're just a little off and a little more primal in the way. Like they're not, like a regular person couldn't go destroy this village, but a barbarian is going to go destroy the village. Mm -hmm. And you'd say their like sole purpose is just to destroy the village. They don't have any other purpose throughout the game. Nope, that's all they do. Cool. Um, okay, so some of the the Monday depictions that I I was thinking about was the movie Milan. Um, we mentioned it. Uh, the the Hans. In the in the movie, are depicted as these people that are, I guess, in a way deformed. They they like nearly not recognizable as humans. And they're these monsters that come over the Great Wall and uh, threaten this the civilization, uh, so to call it. Um, so there's that, and then on top of what uh, Ben said, Conan the Barbarian, the film. Um, and then there's a few more that. I've seen on Netflix and stuff like that and most modern day depictions I would say are encouraging or portraying them in a in a better light than what it used to be like in Milan so like they're showing how strong and just relentless the, this culture of people are um, 
you guys have any other maybe TV shows or movies that you guys have seen that could relate this way? This may be kind of a silly example, but the Minnesota Vikings, our okay. football team, um, and their, yeah, as of recent, their their defense has been very solid, and they talk about them being the strong warrior class of Vikings, preventing people from, like, raiding their village in a way. That's kind of the way the media presents it when they do a good job, and I think that it's kind of the more positive version of Viking, just describing how they were a strong, relentless group of people instead of, like, dehumanizing them when they're, oh, these people are just big, dumb, big, dumb idiots who just, they're so unevolved that all they know is how to destroy, where they're saying, hey, these are a group of organized people who have a common goal and use strength to achieve that goal. Mm. I think that's uh, a bit different of a uh, like a, a topic, but I think it's still very incorporated with what we're talking about here. Um, so, with all these examples, it, it comes back to the the rooted ideas of these uncivilized people that aren't kept that people from outside would consider uncivilized. So, not necessarily uncivilized. Um, once again, that criteria that we listed earlier of <clears throat> just people opposing different ideals and stuff like that. Um, so I think that relates pretty well. Um, just to just to wrap this up here, all the all the depictions that we've talked about, like I said, kind of relate to that criteria. Whether the portrayal is positive and negative, um, it's pretty similar and constant throughout. Um, we talked about modern day portrayals being a bit more positive rather than negative um, um, but it still stays pretty similar to the to the root of where that word came from um, that will do us for today's podcast thank you very much for our special guest coming in today and having a chat with us thank you Greg that is the 307 experience <laughs>